Hello and welcome to Stories from the Ridge, Macaulay's podcast series. I'm Lee Burns, head of school, and I'm pleased to welcome you to this edition, which concentrates on one of the more innovative and popular aspects of our academic curriculum. It's called Tornado Term, or shortened T-Term. For two weeks in January, before we began our spring semester, students in the upper school participate in special classes and activities designed to help them find and pursue their special interests, whether it be special studies, outdoor activities, travel opportunities, or internships, students are able to shape their own learning experience and pursue their passions. And it's the same for our teachers. We let them create learning experiences that may or may not parallel their academic disciplines. All in all, T-Term has become a popular and enriching part of our school year. In today's episode, Chris Carpenter, Dean of Student Academics, who has spearheaded our T-Term program, talks with Spanish teacher Chip Arnold and two students, Joseph Masson and Harry Carter, about T-Term and their experience. We begin our discussion with Bill Steerson from our communication staff, asking Chris to explain the concept of T-Term. So thanks you, thank you all for coming. It's, uh, it's, it's good to talk about T-Term. We're now in the second semester, but fresh on our minds are, is T-Term. And, and in my, in, from my perspective, it was especially successful, especially uplifting this year. I, I guess after COVID, uh, after the the bad weather we've had, it just seemed that that T term hit it on hit it on a number of of, of scales. Uh, Chris, talk about it uh, first. Uh, introduce everybody who's here, and then uh, tell us a little bit about the history of T term and 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 especially about T term this year. I'd be happy to. Um, excited to be with Senior Arnold, who leads one of the most popular. T-term courses that we offer on Southern Music, uh, Joseph Masson, who's a senior who did one of our internships this year, and then Harry Carter, sophomore, he's going to tell us about the horsemanship T-term, which was a new course that we never offered before. Pretty amazing experience that those guys had. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. When I was uh, a kid in the hair metal days, there was a band called Cinderella that had a song called You Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone. Uh, we didn't have T-term last year. And it felt like it was missing because it is this wonderful break in the calendar where as a community, we all embrace a different kind of learning and a different kind of collaboration and a different experience. And you know, what we offer here in the classrooms is, is amazing, um, but it, it can limit things a bit. Uh, we can't get off campus as easily as uh, you know, if we were an elementary school or maybe a different kind of institution. Um, we, we, a lot of guys end up taking classes with the same kids over and over again, uh, whether it's in the same AP level classes or whatnot. And T-Term, uh, and with the same teachers. And T-Term opens all these doors where guys are experiencing things they've never done before. They're, they're going places they've never gone. They're working with teachers that they didn't know before. And they're in courses with guys that they don't typically get to be in courses with. So in so many ways, T-Term opens up all kinds of doors around Macaulay. Um, for us, uh, Tornado Term started in 2017. As a faculty, we got together and started what we call blue sky thinking about this idea of doing something much more experiential and, and out of the box in terms of what we offered and what we did. Uh, I made the mistake at one point of, of offering that I had helped coordinate something similar at a previous school. And <laughs> next thing I knew, I was coordinating things here. Uh, for our first T term. And so, in, and Senior Arnold will remember this. In 2017, we had no idea what we were getting into. We'd never done it before. Um, 
the, the main lesson I remember uh, was how exhausting it was, um, but also incredibly rewarding. And so um, from there, we learned a lot. And this year, I think, in a lot of ways, was the culmination where we all, as a faculty, were, we, we knew T-term was coming. We prepared for it in a way that allowed our energy level to stay high. Uh, we knew what works with our boys and maybe what had, didn't work so well in the past. And so at this point, five years in, the idea of, of calling it tornado term was always, this is a Macaulay thing. There are other schools that do similar things, but we're going to do it the Macaulay way. And I think this was the first year where I could look at it and say, this really is, this is ours. This is unique. And, and, um, and, and it was fantastic. Um, it's a, a chip, a, a Spanish teacher teaching a T-term course on Southern music. That's right. right. So, so my question is, how, how, do the, how do you guys come up with the course offerings and, and who, who teaches them, who leads them? We were, in, in, in our situation, Dr. Duke Ritchie and I lead the Southern Music T-Term, sometimes called Southern Rock, mostly called Southern Music. We consider it kind of a survey course. We cover everything from the blues to what you call modern-day kind of bro country, new country. And how we came into this was kind of like Dean Carpenter was saying, the first year I think it Maybe it's better to be lucky than good, maybe is the, uh, the, the cliche I might use. But what Duke and I had found when we first started collaborating, when this idea first came out, was that I think just from living on campus near each other as campus families, we simply discovered that although he's a history teacher, and yes, as you said, I'm a Spanish teacher, we listen to a lot of the same type of music. We just were interested in sitting around, playing guitar, listening to music. Why can't we take that? to a T-term and turn this into an experiential learning process for our boys. We batted around a lot of ideas such as maybe trying to do a, um, a blues trail, go down to the Delta and come back. And I've got a cousin that lives in Cleveland, Mississippi. We thought of that and we realized that, you know, it's kind of like what Dean Carpenter was saying, what's going to work and what's not logistically. And we discovered that we also just happen to have a lot of, between the two of us contacts in the music industry. And it's the type of thing that makes it perfect for our boys uh, to not only meet contacts in the industry, if that's something they want to pursue, but for them to see that the artist that you see on the stage, the Cinderella, which not necessarily <laughs> Southern music, but that's what Chris was saying here, um, <laughs> is the tip of the iceberg. And there's so many things to go on behind the scenes. What if one of our boys eventually might be interested in something like that? And as a byproduct, we just got to do a hobby and exercise it and let it play out and just sit back and watch these boys kind of take it all in. And so it's just been, well, I'd just say a blast for us. Um, we've met a lot of Macaulay contacts. So many people have been helpful along the way, and we've learned as we've gone. And I think this, was, this recent one was our fifth T-term experience. So, so basically you and, and Duke Ritchie went to Mr. Carpenter at, at some point and said, hey, we want to do a Southern Rock course. Mm -hmm. And what's your reaction? You say, that's the craziest idea, and that's not academic, or what? I, I try to say yes as much as I possibly can, especially when it's something that the teachers are passionate about. Uh, because that's what makes T-Term special, is when Senior Arnold and, and Dr. Ritchie are passionate about this kind of music. Suddenly the boys who maybe walked into this with, you know, maybe they listen to KZ 106 every once in a while, or just had a little peripheral mm -hmm. understanding yeah. of, now, like, they're seeing the passion from their teacher, and it's creating that passion in, in them. Um, you know, we have done 
so many different kinds of T-term that, that you know, we, we have some that are more academic in nature. We have some that have been pretty athletic in nature, artistic, and, and there's really no wrong answer if it comes from a place of our boys are going to learn something interesting, they're going to experience something that they've never done before. And, and you know, sometimes boys will come out of it and say, well, you know, that wasn't, wasn't the, the greatest thing. But it's something that they wouldn't have done otherwise. Right. I'll tell you, a great example this year that I thought was really cool was uh, Mr. Shoemate and, and Coach Odell did a quilting tea term. They called it uh, textile arts. <laughs> and so these guys had sewing machines, and they, at the end of it, created these beautiful quilts. Well, who would have thought that, you know, 16 teenage boys would get really into quilting? And I'm telling you straight up, they, they loved it. And walking in there, everybody was quiet because they were concentrating on getting it just right. So that's amazing. You know, that's a great experience. And I also know that the cooking class is one of the most popular. Yeah, one of the most expensive as well, but, uh, <laughs> but, but worth it. Uh, for a while, Coach Cush and Mr. Kaufman were bringing in lobsters and uh, five-star chefs to come. Um, but, yeah, very cool thing that one of our groups does is a knife, knife skills class. I wish I'd had a knife skills class back when I was 17 years old. I mean, you know, that, um, you know, what I hear more and more, especially parents and students, is that oh, that allowed me to do something I never would have done otherwise. And I know when Harry talks about the, the horses, that he's going to describe experiences that, uh, you know, that you, you weren't going to run into that on a regular Tuesday. I mean, this is totally, totally different. Well, let, let's, let's go to that. Harry and Joseph, first of all, introduce yourselves and then tell us what um, – what courses y'all took with the T-term? And uh, Harry, I don't know, you, is this your first T-term or have you done it before? Yes, sir, this is my first T-term because I'm a sophomore. We didn't right. have it last year and we didn't have it in middle school. And Joseph, this is, you're a senior, so you've, you've had T-term before? Yes, I'm a senior. So my freshman year, I was a part of the Finding Your Inner Hamilton T-term where myself and a group of other students worked together to actually film a music video that one of the students had written a song for. It's a lot of fun. My sophomore year, I was building a flight simulator in the Macaulay Innovation Lab. We got a bunch of VR equipment, a bunch of computing equipment, and we used steel bars to build this kind of frame, put curtains up, and build this really immersive flight experience. And then my senior year, I was able to take part of an internship opportunity in the cybersecurity field. Tell us a little bit about that. Right, so seniors are encouraged to take part of internships their senior year for T-term. And what happened was I went to my advisor. We are all assigned advisors to help us kind of manage that world of networking and getting into internships. And so I told him I was really interested in cybersecurity. It's what I want to do in college. It's what I want to do for my career. And he was able to connect me with the, the father of a Macaulay alumni, uh, class of 19, a uh, really awesome guy who works in the cybersecurity field. And so we were able to schedule this kind of over the course of the two-week T-term period. I was able to network with him and meet with maybe 10 to 12 different uh, field leaders in cybersecurity. It was this really immersive opportunity to kind of network and to learn more about the field because I feel like what's really important with these internships is you have to understand the broader, uh, the broader aspects, the wider divisions in careers. Like my roommate interned at a law office, but there are so many different kinds of law, like different ways to practice law. So what I got to do is I got to see all the varieties of this really unique field. Now you're a boarding student, so did you? 
do an internship here in Chattanooga or did you do it back home? I was actually virtual. So I was here in the dorms, uh, but I was managing using Microsoft Teams to kind of enter these meetings and communicate with these people with me and my host. And uh, Harry, talk about yours. Yours was totally different. Yes, sir. Mine was horsemanship with uh, Mr. Bailey Adams, Dr. Ashley Posey, and Mr. Kerry Hubbard, who, for starters, are like the perfect teachers for a horsemanship activity. Mr. Hubbard lives on a horse farm. Uh, Dr. Posey, she's been around horses all her life, and so has Mr. Adams. So that was great to have three very experienced people uh, going through that with us. And for the first, uh, the T-term was a week and a half this year, right after uh, Christmas break. For the first half week, we went to Mr. Hubbard's farm and kind of went over the basics, which a lot of the guys, like the guys who did it, there were some guys who had never touched a horse in their life, but there were also guys who, like there were some seniors there that uh, had been around horses their entire lives. And where do you fall in that spectrum? Uh, I live on a farm, uh, (laughs) so I have horses. I've been around them, not as much as some of the other guys had been, but yeah, I was slightly more experienced than uh, the other guy, some of the other guys. Like, for example, there was one person that was in our T-term that he had never been around horses his whole life, and he tried sweet tea for the very first time (laughs) over the T-term. Yeah, so a lot of new experiences for some people. (laughs) Uh, Chris, back to the internships. One of the things that impresses me about it is you reach out to alumni, to to parents, uh, to to the broader Macaulay network. How do you do that, and how successful or how challenging is that? Yeah, I'd love to talk about the internship program for just a couple of minutes because it's been it, it's exceeded my wildest dreams in terms of what we've been able to to offer to our seniors. It started a few years back when Tim Chackman came to me uh, with an idea that maybe that could be a course, just the opportunity for internships, and we we talked about the idea and we decided to limit it to seniors because um, in part because they they we knew they could drive. I mean that was that was. Part of it was simply their ability to get to the internship was helpful. Though Joseph in cybersecurity doesn't need to drive, <laughs> That's right? right. Uh, and from there, you know, we had about 30 guys do the internships the first year, and they presented at the end of the process. And, I mean, it was it just was so eye-opening to me. The, and I tell the story all the time, but one of the boys had said he, was gonna, he wanted to intern with a veterinarian. And he said, my whole life I wanted to be a veterinarian. And so he interned with this veterinarian for two weeks, and he came away from it saying, I don't want to be a veterinarian. And it just struck me. Well, this boy was about to go to college. He was going to study to prepare to be a veterinarian. He would, but two weeks doing it made him realize that what he thought that job entailed was not what it entailed. And how valuable is that experience? You know, we sometimes think, well, boy, it really made me want to be a lawyer or somebody in cybersecurity. But it could be the opposite and how valuable that is as well. So... From there, the internship program grew. Um, two years ago, we required it of all the seniors. We were so excited about what it was offering. And this past year, we decided not to do that because these guys had not done T-term as juniors. And so we thought some of these guys had their hearts set on finally getting top choice in their courses. And we didn't want to take that from them. But we ended up with over 130 seniors that chose the internship programs. And what was cool about that was watching word of mouth spread through that senior class, where guys were talking about what they were doing, and suddenly 
that sounds pretty interesting, or that sounds like a better use of my two weeks than maybe what I thought I wanted to do. And I, I do think that, you know, these guys are starting to see the light at the end of the high school tunnel. And as they're starting to think about college and their careers, the idea of being able to go out into the quote unquote real world and, and be beside mentors, and, and I'm gonna talk about the alums part in a second, but, but that really is appealing. Um, we have more people volunteering to host our guys than we have students. I mean, that's the reality. And the more people hear about the programs that we're offering, um, the more people reaching out and saying, hey, I've got this. And if somebody's ever asking about that, if, if you've got a kid that's interested in architecture, a kid that's interested in this or that, you know, let, let us know and I'd love to host them. One example this year was one of the students emailed me, I want to say the night before T-Term started and said, hey, I've had no luck getting what I was after. So I wrote him back and said, well, what are you after? And he said, well, I, you know, I'm interested in, in working with a, a law firm. So I texted a class of 97 buddy of mine who's a lawyer. And I said, hey, this kid's a rock star. Any chance you could host him for the next two weeks? Wrote me back, bring him on. And so, I mean, that was just that quick. And, you know, across the board, you know, we know Macaulay alums are super generous um, giving back to the school. But giving back time and expertise, I mean, that's just amazing, you know. And, and so... I, I get emotional thinking about all the different alums and, and what's going to happen one day are guys like Joseph are going to be reaching out saying, hey, I want to host uh, an intern because I know how important that was for me. Um, it, it, it's just a, a, pro, a program that's building on itself, and it, it's a remarkable thing for our guys. Yeah, the, the veterinarian story is, is a good one, but, but also I suspect there are a lot of kids who come back saying, hey, this, this clicked with me. I want to become a, a Southern rock musician mm -hmm. or, or I want to become a, a doctor or a surgeon. Uh, well, with the internship, I can tell one story of a boy who ended up doing an internship at his family's business. And I think partly that was a, a, that was a default. You know, he didn't do, he didn't get himself set up like he wanted. And so he ended up doing it with his family business and he rode around with his brother and his dad for two weeks. <laughs> and he just saw the whole thing in a whole different light than he'd ever seen it before. And he'd never been excited about working in the family business and suddenly he was. So mm -hmm. yeah, the flip side of that plays out um, the same way. And, and you know, with a good example, when Joseph was talking about working with the flight simulator, we had a student a few years ago who was, if he wasn't valedictorian, he was right there. And every award, he could earn at Macaulay and every accolade and every AP and, and all that stuff. But he ended up writing his college essays about his T-term experience. And in part, it was because there was no, no grade involved, no GPA component, and he got to choose to do something without worrying necessarily about, you know, how's an Ivy League school going to think of this on a transcript? He was just doing it because it was interesting to him. And for him, it was transformative to be in that kind of learning environment as opposed to the one that is constantly telling him I have to I mean, part of T-term is the, the, you can fail in T-term, not literally fail T-term, but you can fail in it. It's okay. If you fall off the horse, you know, you're not going to get an A- minus for T-term now, you know, and sometimes in our academic setting, there's a feeling of I've got to be perfect or I've got to achieve because I have these goals in mind. Um, and T-term takes a lot of that pressure off and says, let's just learn because it's fun to learn. All right, Harry, tell the truth. Did you fall off a horse? No, sir. I managed <laughs> to stay on the whole time. How do you guys... Uh, and and how do how do other other students how do you how do you choose which course which T term course you want to take? 
Right. So the way I remember it is it was the like it's the most anticipated day of <laughs> like you're nearing the end. You're getting close to Christmas break. Spring uh, fall semester exams are winding down and you get this really nicely formatted brochure full of the courses and like the prerequisites. Some of them have prerequisites. It was the coolest thing. And you, I remember freshman, sophomore year, I'd huddle up with my friends and I'd be like, Going down the line, which ones am I interested in? Which ones would I want to do? What are my backups if I don't get my first choice? And there's such a wide variety, and there's so many to choose from. And I really felt like we get five choices the way I did it when I was picking a course. I would have been fine with any of the five. There are just so many, and they're really just... Can, can you remember all five? I know the cooking one was up there. <laughs> my freshman year, I know I really wanted the cooking one. I know I wanted my inner Hamilton one. I think guitar making was probably up there too. Yeah, for me, this year, it was on a Google form, uh, and on the Macaulay website, there was the uh, descriptions and prerequisites for everything again this year. For me, I spent a long time, I read through all of them, couldn't decide on any of them, so I went back the next day, and then still couldn't decide on any of them, so I went back again the next day, and finally... I was getting close to the deadline, so I had to pick some. Uh, and my first choice was the, the horsemanship one. Uh, then my second choice was, it was called tea Kragen, which was a climbing tea term, uh, which would have been pretty cool. And then my other two, we had four choices this year, was community engagement and uh, hungry for the needy, which were both uh, community service, like here in the Chattanooga area activities. Chris, talk about... Talk about that community service aspect of T-Turn. Yeah, it, it, it incorporates, uh, it includes a lot of our guys. Um, we, this year we partnered with the food bank to offer a T-Turn that was called Hungry for the Needy. And they actually took us behind the scenes of a nonprofit. And, you know, we, they had reached out to us in part because with the pandemic, uh, they, their needs had really been stretched. And so we were able to send 25 Macaulay boys over there every day of T-Turn and they did everything from they packed boxes, they um, were checking expiration dates on foods, um, but also meeting with the people at the food bank to learn what, what the business side of a nonprofit looks like. We've had a, a, the course called Community Engagement that Harry mentioned has been one of the original courses that's still going. And um, every day they go to a different uh, place around Chattanooga, whether it's the community kitchen, whether it's Orange Grove, I think Widow's Harvest, um, but a series of places where they go and they volunteer to help out. Uh, we had another one this year, uh, which was connected to Habitat for Humanity. And uh, Sumner McCauley and Keith Chapin led that T-term, and they, they added an academic component where they were really trying to help the students understand how housing worked in general. And um, you know, they talked about things like redlining and, and uh, gentrification of neighborhoods as they also were doing some of the the grunt work that comes with Habitat for Humanity. So it's a great opportunity for, for our guys. Um, it's part of that experiential part. There is a market. There are Macaulay students that want to serve. And some guys, Harry's a good example of this, a guy that's really busy, um, a guy that's taken tough classes. He's, he's on the cross-country team. And service sometimes is something that the guy wants to do. But when where's the time? And T-Term created that time for us. Uh, Chip, you've, you're... Spanish, but you, you teach Spanish, but you're concentrating on T-term on something totally different. Uh, what other opportunities jump out there for teachers? Are there travel opportunities? 
What else? It's the first thing that comes to mind for me is it's an opportunity to do exactly what I've done, and it's try something that I had a little knowledge in. I can play by ear pretty well, play the guitar. I can, um, you know, so it's it's an opportunity also, which kind of leads to two comments about my experience with T-Term, is that I, you know, that kind of echo what Chris has been saying. I, I can't say enough about the alums that have helped us out along the way. And it gives you an opportunity as the teacher to meet them in a setting that, well, two, I can mention one graduated with me. His name is Jay Williams, class of 1990, and he works with Henry Glasscock, and I'm, I believe, graduated with Chris Carpenter, so class of 96. And those two guys are leaders in the industry as far as the booking agents. Uh, I've met, I don't know if I've met anybody in Nashville that doesn't know who these guys are. So you get a chance to, it's, you get to kind of piggyback a little bit on the student experience, you know, and just see that we had the opportunity. Not this, this year they were nice enough to Zoom with us and answer student questions a little bit of the, uh, for COVID reasons, we couldn't visit them at their office, but we have in the past. And, you know, that's just one of the leading offices in the nation as far as the music business. And then the, the other side of that is it gives you an opportunity. I'm thinking of one student in particular, not going to name anybody's names, but this is a student. I'd had him in class, in Spanish class. And one of the projects, or the culminating project we do for our T-term is we all write a song together. I usually kind of start things out, get them in a chord sequence, tell them what we're looking for, and it's amazing how they take it from there. And two years ago, this one student, two or three years ago, I don't remember which year, this one student, he's graduated from Macaulay now. Um, I still keep up with him. You know, he, every class was a struggle for him, and he constantly had to be concerned about what, kind of like what Chris was saying earlier, what's my grade going to be? How am I going to succeed or fail? That guy came out of nowhere and led the charge in creating the song that we did at the end, and he took the lead, he took the reins, and, you know, you just, Dean Soul talks about a lot of times, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, what we try to talk about is, help a student focus on the last time he was successful in anything and that gives him the confidence he can use to for the next project for the next challenge or just to simply sit back and go wow I did that and I did it well and that was my time to shine and what a confidence booster so moments like that for me are a great time to step away from being just senior Arnold the Spanish teacher just to sit back mentor guide so it's kind of twofold you know horizontally speaking to reach out to alums and to meet them and hear more about what they do. And then within the, spe- the spectrum of the class to see these students shine in areas that they may not have had a chance to in their entire Macaulay career up to this point. I'll tell a quick story as far as that goes. The first year of T-Term, there was a, a story that came out from, um, I can't remember the name of the course, but it was Tom Makepeace and uh, Brian Beckley were leading this course together. And they were building birdhouses as part of the course. It was, it was conservation, something some about conservation. And so they had some really, really great students in this course that were struggling to build birdhouses. And the boy that took the lead, I think self-described to be one of the worst math students in the history of the Macaulay School. And <laughs> But math on paper was really difficult for him. But what he was doing in building the birdhouse was, was math. It was just not in the, you know, not on a piece of paper in a typical way. And he was guiding and mentoring these guys who were taking AP level math and making A pluses in it. And 
you know, we, we uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, it, just a change of scenery and, and, you know, getting out from behind a desk brings out the best yeah. in some of these guys. It's and a breath term. of fresh air, yeah. absolutely. That, that might be, if nothing else, a guy gets out of T-term. It's just a breath of fresh air. I could speak to the huge variety of courses, like the students in here in the room with us today were talking about. I'm envious. There's some I want to take. I'd love to take the horsemanship T-term. On the flip side, I've had personal friends come with me even when we're not doing T-term, well, other alums want to join in on our T-term. I think Duke Ritchie and I think we could probably fill up a bus with alums and parents who are, are envious. And it kind of gives you a good feeling because you're like, I get to take part in such a wonderful opportunity that takes me outside of the classroom just like it takes the students. And I've actually taken personal friends on the road trip to Muscle Shoals, to Memphis, that know I know the route and I almost don't even really need a GPS anymore. I'm just getting the car and drive, and my car knows the way, and they just want to go with me on that trip because they know I've been to Graceland eight times now. I've been to Muscle Shoals Sound five times. And, you know, it's just an eye-opener, you know, for that, just to see that, wow, what we're doing, there's a lot of energy there. It's, it's pretty easy to get animated just talking about it. And it's, it's a highlight of, of, of I know what Duke and I do and what a lot of these teachers do. And, like – like the guys were saying here, that when that sign-up sheet comes out, you know, one of the things I can comment on, too, and, and Chris can probably have more insight, is the fact that T-Term shifted this year to where it came, um, and some of the guys were saying that earlier, was we came back from Christmas break and went right into T-Term. We had not done that previously, and so we, we, were, we were wondering how that was going to work out. We had pretty high hopes, and I, I'd say it went really, really well, having, having that just landing spot to come in on after Christmas break where you're not immediately starting with classes you have this wonderful t-term experience and now I can say my guys in class have more energy now as we move into winter break I don't know if these guys will agree in here or not but do you uh, guys agree with that or? yeah I would, I would say that's pretty accurate it is it was kind of this nice blend from you know three weeks of vacation you go in you have this two-week experience where it's not it's the same thing there's no grades there's no this is, yeah, I'm holding myself to this really high standard. And then you come back, you, you've spent two weeks on campus with your friends, and then you go back to school, like, really refreshed. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Both Mr. Arnold and Mr. Carpenter mentioned it being a breath of fresh air. Like, it didn't come in the middle of the semester, so it wasn't like a break per se, but it was just still great to not have to kind of follow the way school normally goes, go straight back into the grind of everyday school to do something different and new. The future of Tornado Term, I hope, is going to have more travel. And, that's, that's, and, and when I say travel, I don't mean just off campus, but to be able to offer experiences where guys are doing things like snorkeling or, or going and seeing sites, um, you know, around the, the country and around the world. One of the ideas about moving and, to... And Graceland. And Graceland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to get that. That's right. That's right. One of the ideas of moving things uh, early was, was the idea that potentially we could capture a little bit of the back end of Christmas break if we needed to. Uh, something like international travel. You know, summer travel is great, but that's when everybody travels. And the idea of traveling at the beginning of January may be a little more mm -hmm. cost-effective, uh, maybe easier uh, in terms of getting to the sites that we'd want to see. And then the ability for the students and the teachers to, to have a, a little bit of time before we jump back into the semester. Um, you know, that's one of the, the, the low-hanging fruits that I think is there for us. And we've been very thoughtful and, and 
um, protective. We want to make sure that what we offer in tornado term for everybody, if it's on campus or off, is, is first class. And so um, we want to make sure that we are able to do it financially in a way that involves everybody. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're thoughtful about things like athletes. You know, we've got basketball players and wrestlers and swimmers in the winter and, and you know, those guys may not have those opportunities to travel if we're not careful. So we've got to be thoughtful about that stuff. And that's one reason we haven't just jumped right in and said, let's go all over the world and figure out how to do that. But that, I think that is the future is there'll be more of that. So Joseph, in four or five years after college, you're going to host a T-term intern in cybersecurity? I would love to. If I would love to do that. I love the idea of giving back to this program uh, I am very thankful and very gracious to my host and what he taught me and what he made possible for me. I'd love to give back to a student one day for sure. And Harry, when do you when do you join the professional rodeo? I don't know. There, we actually on one day in our T term, we went uh, to a rodeo school kind of thing, <laughs> and the the people there they were crazy. Like <laughs> uh, we watched them rope, and it. They let us wrestle the steers there. It was just a ton of fun. I, I mean, yeah, it was it was very interesting. I want to say something about that T-term because you guys spent a week at Camp Alpine um, staying on, on site. And originally we said with COVID and little you know worries about that, we wouldn't do overnight trips this year. That was, that was an early decision. And Mr. Hubbard and Mr. Adams and Dr. Posey just kept – annoying me about how critical it was to go to Alpine and really do the experience. And I said, well, it's not the worst trip. You could drive it and drive back every day. And they just would not take no for an answer. And so you guys ended up staying there at Camp Alpine. And, you know, again, I get a little bit emotional thinking about, you know, this is, uh, these three teachers were so passionate about the programming that they were offering. They were willing to give up their time with their family to go stay with you guys and, and make this thing as, as great as it could possibly be and and i saw you boys when you came back on campus from alpine and you're all wearing cowboy hats i thought nolan rawls hasn't taken his off yet (laughs) you come back from texas i do have to say that student uh has already built his own like mock cattle and lassos it every night (laughs) and he's in talks he's been connected to some to an alumni who works professionally on the rodeo by a teacher of ours and is getting training from him it's like this is a very popular course apparently I'd like to see Mr. Hubbard wrestle a steer, personally. I mean, that would have been worth the T-term just to watch that. Mr. Adams gave it a try. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, I have, yeah. That's, that's the passion that comes out. I, can, I, can, I wouldn't want to be that steer. I, I'd probably be on the losing end. Harry and Joseph and Chip and Chris, thanks a lot. This has been a fun discussion, and congratulations on a great T-term. Thank you. Thank you for having us out here. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. You have been listening to Stories from the Ridge, a podcast series from Macaulay School. Stories from the Ridge is produced by Macaulay's Communications Department. If you have any comments or if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, please let us know by sending an email to info at macaulay.org. That's info at M-C-C-A-L-L-I-E dot org. Or call us at 423-493-5615. I'm Rebecca Kidd with Macaulay's Communications Department. Thanks for listening.